This is exclusive coverage of CPAC 2023 from Washington, D.C. Brought to you by the Spirit of Virginia. SpiritofVirginia.org. On Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Now, from National Harbor, it's Joe Thomas in the morning. Joe Thomas on a Saturday here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Thank you for joining us uh, and, uh, you know, thank you for picking us because we don't have ranked choice voting in your radio listening. Hans von Spakovsky with that entree is here from the Heritage Foundation, also our partners with the Virginia Institute for Public Policy and our vote integrity uh, program as well. Hans, good to see you, sir. How are you? Well, it's nice to see you, too. And that program you guys have set up is is really important for the state of Virginia and other parts of the country. Well, and that, you know, scale it up because we've talked about this and we've got a member of our House of Delegates from Charlottesville has started a polit- political action committee specifically designed with funding the campaign of getting ranked choice voting adopted statewide. If a Republican started a political action committee to, I, oh, I don't know, defend the Second Amendment, there would be investigations. They'd be calling the state police. They'd be calling the FBI saying this is a violation of whatever it is they claim it would be a violation of. But this is how serious they are about ranked choice voting that they'll go out there, start their own political action committees, uh, and, and try to pressure the General Assembly into accepting this craziness. Yeah, and that is a big mistake. It is a very unwise policy. Um, ranked choice voting is so confusing that folks who have mistakenly voted it in are now regretting that. You know, an effort, an effort is now underway to pull it back in um, Alaska uh, and elsewhere. It makes voting harder. It, it is, and, and I hate the, the premise that they use, because during the COVID lockdowns, when Governor Northam said we could go to liquor stores but we couldn't vote, um, so apparently liquor store employees are safer or more immune to COVID than poll workers. So we couldn't vote and we couldn't hold a convention. So the Republican Party said, well, we'll come up with a way that it will behave like a convention because a convention, you whittle down the number of nominees if there's more than one. You go through round one of the voting and then a couple of candidates are off and then they all politic the room for 15 or 20 minutes and then you vote again. So in an effort to, and I'm saying this specifically because a lot of people are mischaracterizing, oh, you Republicans did it in 2021. They only did it as a way to equate a one, one-off vote with a convention membership uh, or delegateship. Um, so to act like the Republicans did this and we're okay with it is mischaracterization at best, isn't it, Hans? It, it is, and what I would say to those folks is, what, are they saying that Glenn Youngkin is so unpopular he wouldn't have won a regular election? Is, is, that, is that what they're saying? But I don't think Terry McAuliffe was saying that. I, no. Um, look, ranked choice voting, uh, and to just give you one, one uh, quote on this, when they put it into New York City, the head of the NAACP there said, uh, this makes voting more difficult, it's not democratic, it's voter suppression, and I, I, I would ask, are Republicans in Virginia really want to push something forward that disenfranchises voters and that the head of the NAACP considers 
Voter suppression? I don't think so. And certainly Sally Hudson would not want to be in charge of vote suppression because Central Virginia delegates that do that, well, at least we haven't seen them in since the 40s, uh, Hans. Hans von Spakovsky is here. Uh, you mentioned Alaska. There's a big group here trying to get Alaska to pull out of ranked choice voting. Uh, did they use it? Because I'm trying to follow the Chicago mayoral race there. Uh, I guess they do a runoff situation, too. Uh, did Lori Lightfoot succumb to ranked choice voting, or is it just uh, uh, everybody runs until we get two? Well, she, she didn't survive because she's a terrible mayor. <laughs> Soon to be was. Right, and, and people didn't want, want her in their, in their primary. So, look, without getting into this huge explanation, ranked choice voting, you, you don't vote for the candidate you most like. You've got to rank. All the candidates in a, in a race, and the whole problem is, is the vast majority of people, they don't want to rank all the candidates, particularly people that they would never vote for. And if you don't do that and there are multiple counts, your ballot gets thrown out. Just one quick example. New York City and their recent mayor's race last year, first time had ranked choice voting. There were 10 candidates in the race. It took eight rounds of vote tabulation before they finally figured out who the winner was. And because so many people had not ranked all of the candidates, by the time they got to the eighth round, the ballots of 140,000 New Yorkers had been thrown out and were not counted in that final tabulation to determine who the mayor was. You mean Democrats tossed out people's votes, valid votes? No, surely no, Hans. No, they, they I absolutely I bet you next thing you're going to tell me they asked for ID to vote, too. <laughs> no, that, that they didn't do. But it's... Look, the other thing about ranked choice voting is the only the only thing I've heard from folks about is saying, oh, well, well, it's cheaper. It makes elections cheaper. Is that a reason to take away the ability of voters to have another couple of weeks in a runoff election to decide which of the candidates they should be voting for? I don't, I don't think that's a good one. But that's always been the premise behind some of these Dominion machines and everything else. Well, we get the computer to do it for us so we don't have to hand count and then we can have fewer poll workers. It's, it's fiscally conservative, Joe. I'm sorry, the vote, uh, you know, if we ran our Department of Transportation the way we ran our uh, Department of Elections, Every time a snowstorm is in the offing, the head of the DOT would be calling, you know, ha you know, one eight hundred got help and looking for temp workers to drive the snowplows. We can't run the most important thing we do in a democratic republic this way. No, you're absolutely right. And and to tell you just how confusing ranked choice voting is, not just for voters but for election officials, we just had an, a school board election overturned in uh, California. They did several rounds of vote counting. They certified the winner, and it turns out they certified the wrong winner, and they, the election officials didn't realize it because they didn't understand the algorithms being used to count the votes, and it was only after an outside group came in and audited the election that they figured out that the person that they thought had come in third was actually the winner. See, see it's, this is like when people start talking baseball stats with me and wins over replacement. and I'm like, all right, who's the replacement? Because, you know, he might be a good first baseman, but if his replacement is Lou Gehrig, then he doesn't have any wins over replacement. You know, I don't know how they make these stats up. I think, you know, bless them, mathematicians have gone to school for a long time and probably paid a lot of money for their degrees. But if you can't just say one vote is one vote, it, it, you know, it, 
even even simply because they'll say, oh well, your 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 number one choice will get four votes, and the second choice will get three votes. That's not how this works either. It's like get to the bottom, throw out a couple of people, and and then you know, and and once you have that lack of confidence, Hans, nobody's ever going to have you know the the faith. You know, we'd hear about the full faith and credit of the American government. What about the full faith and credit of the voters who voted in your election if they can't believe that you're actually their congressman, their governor, their senator, their president? Yeah, no, that, that in fact is very important, maintaining public confidence in the fairness and honesty of the election process and putting in a new confusing method of voting that actually disenfranchises voters, not the way to do that. Look, for any legislators in Virginia, why don't you concentrate on fixing real problems like the voter ID law, which was weakened in this state, uh, getting rid of same-day voter registration, which is also a bad idea, uh, doing a better job of cleaning up voter rolls, which right now we're not doing that good a, a job of to get find people who have died and moved away. Those are the problems they ought to be concentrating on, not, not this new... Uh, esoteric way of voting that some left-wing academic professor came up with. And I, I won't give the bibliography on where I got this, uh, but you, you know him, Hans. He works with you at the Heritage Foundation. But he said, isn't it interesting, Fred Lucas, uh, it, he said, isn't it interesting that all the people who scream and yell about the popular vote versus the Electoral College are the same ones saying, but now we, we like ranked choice voting. How, how, can you, how can you juxtapose not liking the Electoral College because sometimes the most popular candidate doesn't get the most electoral votes, but then say the, this, this ranked choice voting is somehow a good idea? Well, that's exactly right, because in, in this, the jurisdictions that do this, sometimes the winner is the person who was the second, third, fourth choice of voters. Yeah. They say that, uh, in, just be everybody's second choice and you'll win. That's, you know, <laughs> that's, yes, that's what we want to say. You know, what about, and, and the last one for you, Hans, you know, the people who point to Alaska and say, well, this keeps the radicals from you know, winning these elections, these wild, you know, rhetoric-spewing radicals. Uh, it seems like all the Democrats that are in, in favor of this are the hardcore far-left radicals. Why would they want a system that would supposedly, if you listen to the, the sales pitch, keep them from winning? Well, because that claim is, is totally false. And in fact, if you look at places that have had ranked choice voting in for a while, like Portland, Oregon, and elsewhere, what you find is that, in fact, it's marginally supported radical candidates that end up winning. It's a bad scene. You get, you, we can't do this. I mean, I know we talk about being democracy junkies, and we've got, we've got to, you know, but think about it for a second uh, and, and stop and really think about your vote counting or not and whether you want it completely dismissed or not. Hans, what is on the offing? What is coming next um, in in you know in Virginia? We've got this race. Are you hearing from enough of the House of Delegates and state Senate candidates about putting this genie back in the bottle? Because a lot of my listeners will say to me, 
Joe, but then the Republicans will get into a majority and say, well, it, we listen to this with, with ranked choice voting. There are people saying, oh, it'll help Republicans win in some of these places. Well, no, how about you work harder and win rather than come up with some shenanigan that'll help you win? Will the, if there's a new Republican majority in the General Assembly, put a bill on Glenn Youngkin's desk that ends this nonsense once and for all in your thoughts? I hope so, and they should. That is what's happening in a number of other states. Um, Utah, for example, very red state. They've had a pilot program, and legislators there right now are trying to kill it and not only end it, but prevent it from expanding. Hans von Spikowski, Heritage.org. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate it. Congratulations on your son and, uh, and uh, his future bride. He didn't choose her through ranked choice voting, did he? No, no, he didn't, but uh, they're both... Both graduates of University of Virginia in Charlottesville, and uh, they've just told us that's where they're going to get married. Well, I know a wedding DJ if you need one. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> Kevin, that plug is for you, by the way.